The struggle for a great summer is on. Gasoline prices have never been higher. COVID still lurks amongst us. Flight delays and cancellations remain frequent. There are shortages of rental cars. And if all that wasn't enough, fears of recession are on the rise. Despite all those headwinds to an active summer, data from AirDNA, a vacation rental research company, indicate that thus far, 2022 has been the best year ever for demand. As reported by the Wall Street Journal, AAA forecasts that more drivers will be hitting the road for July 4th than ever before. That follows a terrific June, which was associated with better results at hotels. Airbnb and key competitors reported their highest numbers of short-term rentals ever. One reason for June's strength was a new federal holiday, Juneteenth, which observes the end of slavery in America and commemorates the day, June 19, 1865. Data highlight the growing importance of holiday weekends, which have helped travel defy predictions of its demise. Within a six-week period, there are now three major three-day weekends, Memorial Day, Juneteenth, and July 4th. Along with pent-up demand for families to travel, those three-day weekends have helped set the stage for a terrific summer travel season. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. There is no place in America that has avoided the impact of higher gasoline prices. But as indicated by the Washington Post, the burden of higher prices has not been evenly distributed across America. On June 11th, the national average for a gallon of gasoline hit $5 a gallon, but Californians were paying that months before. In Chicago, the average has been pushing $6 per gallon, but has remained nearly a dollar cheaper elsewhere in Illinois. Economists attribute price differentials to an array of forces pertaining to supply chains, the local cost of doing business, taxes, and environmental policy. Gas stations located far from refineries tend to be associated with higher prices since fuel may need to be delivered across thousands of miles. The bulk of U.S. refining capacity is along the Gulf Coast, especially in Texas and Louisiana. For its part, the East Coast benefits from a vast network of pipelines that carries gasoline and jet fuel. The largest is the Colonial Pipeline, which stretches from Houston to New York. But that type of setup cannot be replicated on the West Coast because the Rocky Mountains prevent similar access to Gulf Coast refineries. West Coast drivers also pay some of the nation's highest state fuel taxes, which run 57 cents a gallon in California and 49 cents a gallon in Washington state. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. The economies of both the United States and Europe slowed sharply in June as surging food and energy prices diminished demand for other goods and services. As indicated by writers Paul Hannon and David Harrison, risk of recession is rising around the world. New figures regarding manufacturing and service activity highlight how dark the economic outlook has become in both Europe and the U.S. Russia's war in Ukraine has stoked inflationary pressures in both energy and food markets, impacting consumers. Meanwhile, economies continue to face ongoing supply chain disruptions and rising interest rates, both of which would tend to suppress business investment. Europe faces additional pressure in the form of possible energy shortages this winter. German officials recently triggered the second stage of their three-step plan to deal with natural gas shortages moving closer to possible rationing this winter. Economists fear that these shortages will deal a severe blow to manufacturers in Europe's largest economy. 
in America. Retail sales declined in May, the first decline this year. Existing home sales have declined for four consecutive months. Inflation continues at a four-decade high, and the Federal Reserve, America's central bank, is poised to raise interest rates further in response. For WYPR and my Bruce Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. Signs of current or impending recession are becoming more apparent. As indicated by the Wall Street Journal, factories around the world are reporting weaker demand for their products. For much of the pandemic, demand for goods has been sky high in the context of an inability to take vacations, go to restaurants, or consume other forms of services. But evidence of softer demand is an indication that consumers around the world are pulling back on purchases of goods in the context of rising borrowing costs and surging prices. There is a positive aspect to this. Cooling demand could help suppress inflation. The risk is that if demand declines too sharply, it could induce businesses to reduce production and lay off workers, tipping economies into recession. Weakening demand for goods has been observed in many places, including in South Korea, Italy, and the United States. In June, U.S. factory activity expanded at its slowest pace in two years, according to the Institute for Supply Management. Their measure, known as the Purchasing Managers Index, is one of the leading indicators of factory activity in America. New orders for goods dipped for the first time in two years as consumer demand weakened. Employment in America's manufacturing sector appears to be in decline. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. According to data compiled by Zillow, American cities that have experienced some of the largest increases in home prices during the pandemic are now associated with the largest share of price cuts. As reported by Bloomberg, data indicate that the proportion of active real estate listings associated with reduced prices has increased in all 50 of the largest metropolitan markets monitored by Zillow. In these cities, nearly 12% of homes experienced a price cut in May. That was up from about 8% one year earlier. The share of diminished listing prices rose fastest in real estate hotspots like Salt Lake City, Las Vegas, and Sacramento. In Salt Lake City, nearly 16% of homes listed for sale were associated with a asking price cut in May. Many factors are at work, the most important of which is the recent run-up in borrowing costs driven by the Federal Reserve Bank's tighter monetary policy. At the start of 2022, the rate on an average 30-year fixed mortgage was just a bit above 3%. More recently, that average has been in the range of 6%. The other major factor is that prices rose so far and fast that many prospective buyers were simply pushed out of the market. Those prices are now adjusting downward at a time also associated with declining consumer confidence. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu.